Hello, welcome to the Living Box Free Podcast. I'm Becky Ford. And I'm Ashleen Seitz. And it is Memorial Day week. Woo! Woo! And in honor of that, we have a special guest today who we're going to introduce here in just a moment. And we are going to jump into leadership lessons learned through the military. If you heard that, my dog is sneezing in the background (laughs) and shaking his collar. That wasn't Ash. No, it was not me. (laughs) Uh, Before we jump into things, let's talk about what's on the rise for you this week, Ash. On the rise for me is traveling. I haven't feel like I haven't traveled in ages and or at least not like a big trip as opposed to, you know, going to Cincinnati or something like that. So traveling, yeah, having to get adjust back to layovers and rental cars and all the things, you know? Just yeah. I feel like I've forgotten how to do it. You yeah. start, start over again. The world is reopening. Yes. 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 Uh, crazy enough, mine is very similar. Okay. I traveled to Kansas this week to Ooh. speak at the FFA convention there yeah, at Kansas State University. Can we like stream that online? Can we watch uh, you? I think they do. Okay. We'll have to check that out. I'm going to need to Thursday. Sign in yep. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it'll be fun. I'm going to be talking about failure. Which I'm really I good know at. What sound effect to make for that? Is that like a dun dun dun? Yeah, or like a yay, <laughs> yeah, failure. Uh, so that's that's my week. Awesome. Uh, let's introduce our special guest, Bran Lanning. Hello, Hello. welcome. Thank you. Thanks uh, for having me. Bran is someone that we've gotten to know through CrossFit. Mm-hmm. She is a coach at our gym, and when I think of someone, if there's a big class, and I want to coach. He's going to get us in line. <laughs> I want Brian <laughs> <Yep. laughs> because she's going to make sure that class runs smoothly and True that people story. know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she is uh, a, an excellent coach and um, a great leader, which is one of the key reasons why we wanted to interview her for this podcast today. Uh, Brian, first off, what's on the rise for you this week? Uh, this week on the rise for myself, I'll be in uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky, uh, conducting warfighter exercise, doing a lot of IT signal stuff in the background to make everything work. She says that so nonchalant mm-hmm. and humble. Yes. I'm just doing like war, war fighter exercises. Yeah. yeah. Running our entire military. It's nah. Yeah. Oh, no. Let's <laughs> not get that far. <laughs> not even. Uh, she just says it so casually. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That's good times. That's fun. I mean, it's fun on the back end. The front end's a lot of work, uh, a lot of long days to get everything prepped for everyone else to come in to sit behind a computer to do their thing. And then mm-hmm. they just leave and you're like, all right, well, I guess I'll pack it all up and <laughs> take it home now cool. Thanks, and then, guys. Uh, set up for the next one. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing that. Well, of course. Uh, let's start off for anyone who doesn't know you. Tell us a little bit about who you are, um, what you care about your background mm-hmm. so that people can get to know a little bit more about brand. Okay. Uh, my name is Brand Lanning. Uh, a fun little nugget and tidbit that a lot of people don't know about me uh, is that my real name is Brandy, uh, but I go by Brand. Uh, I think I changed it on Facebook about twelve or thirteen years ago, and it just people just started calling me that. Yeah, I was like, this is great, uh, and mainly because I changed it on Facebook so nobody could find me, <laughs> and so I wanted to be like incognito. And then people started calling me Brand, and I'm like, I really like that. It's really gender neutral, you know. Yeah. And, I did not uh, know that. Yeah. That's, I knew your name was Brandy, but I didn't know how you got yeah. the name Brand. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so nobody could find me. Uh, <laughs> and, and now it has backfired. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now now people call me Brandy on purpose, like Kelly Grimm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I've been in the military or in the Indian Army National Guard uh, for 18 years. I just hit 18 years in February. 
I've been deployed three times, uh, twice to Iraq, once to Afghanistan. And uh, I really like uh, being in the military for a lot of reasons, especially the Indian Army National Guard. Um, Not to be the recruiter that I am or that I was for (laughs) a few years, but they just provide a lot of resources. Um, uh, As Becky stated earlier, I'm a coach at M4G. Uh, I love CrossFit. I've done CrossFit for eight and a half years, almost nine. Uh, And it really... CrossFit really plays into a lot of the roles and responsibilities that I have in my military career and leadership style. Um, and yeah, yeah, you're not wrong, Becky. Uh, if you come to one of my classes, it's very on time. Uh, it's very organized and it's very, Hey, what are you doing? You need to be doing this. you know, not mm-hmm. that, you know, pull so. it together. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Get your life together over here. Like we're, we're starting in two minutes, whether you're ready or not. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something Brian didn't mention also that makes her super awesome she qualified for quarterfinals um, in her age group this year and so (laughs) hashtag pays to be old (laughs) so she didn't only just do the open she was in that top 10 percent and got to also do quarterfinals she just did that last weekend or a couple weekends ago now it was i did them uh friday uh thursday as soon as they came out and friday because i had drill last weekend so i wasn't gonna come in after doing drill for 12 hours a day and then try to do workouts I wasn't going to do my best I felt like so, so I actually did more incredible that you did five workouts yeah no kidding <laughs> I was days. so exhausted by the time drill was over on Monday I was like I'm not even going to go work out because I'm so exhausted but I actually did the open uh two of the three workouts at Fort Campbell when I went in uh March because I had to drop into the gym that uh, did the top of the box competition. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm coming. So <laughs> that, <laughs> these room. are happening. I'm just coming to do those workouts. So yeah, it was great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, as we're releasing this episode, it is Memorial Day. And we'd love, before we get into leadership lessons, if you just tell us and our listeners a little bit more about what is the purpose of Memorial Day and how how can people celebrate it? What should that look like? Uh, the purpose, I feel like the meaning behind Memorial Day gets a little confused with the meaning behind Veterans Day. Um, and just to clarify, Memorial Day is for those who have served in the past in any branch um, uh, and have sacrificed and paid the greater price uh, by you know passing away or providing most of their life to that service. And then Veterans Day is to celebrate the currently serving uh, and then the past who are still with us. And so... Um, yeah, I just how I celebrate Memorial Day is like as CrossFitters all across the world <laughs> do. Uh, we do Murph, which is a hero workout in uh, honor of Lieutenant Michael Murphy, who paid the ultimate price on June 28, 2005 in uh, Kanar, uh, Afghanistan. So, yeah, we go through that grueling uh, workout. As I'm going through the workout, I'm like, this this is this is hard. This is really tough. But I'm here with my family and my friends doing this workout and it's just, it's a lot of grit work, which I love. Um, but just in that moment and after the workout's over, it's very emotional for me because for me to be here, like I said, for me to be here, to be able to do it with my friends and family, it's just like still providing, you know, my service to, uh, whoever needs it, Mm -hmm. you know, as we're dying together basically. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. We will be joining you again this year. Yes. Well, yes. you guys will be doing it. I think I will try to do oh. it while I'm down there and then yeah. uh, at Fort Campbell. And then, uh, yeah, if I don't get to do it down there, I'll just do it when I get back. Mm. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to do it. I really love that CrossFit does those hero workouts. Mm. I feel like it's something that you don't get in a lot of other athletic atmospheres. 
It's just that chance to be like, I'm suffering in memory of someone else and it's not about me. So yes, this sucks, but too bad. It's not about me. Right. I think, yeah, that's the main point I think about all hero workouts is the, the sufferance of, you know, in lieu of them. If you're listening and you're not a CrossFitter, If you didn't already pick up on it, hero workouts are much longer than your average everyday (laughs) workout and usually much more grueling. It's mentally like it takes a lot of mental toughness. But as as Brandon Asher saying, you're doing it in memory of someone who has passed away, who has served. And that definitely is a special, a special thing, a tribute that we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing with us Memorial Day, Veterans Day. I'm sure a lot of people, they're like, oh, okay, yes, very helpful. So thanks for mm-hmm. um, clarifying that for us. Let's jump into what you've learned about leadership through the military and the leader that you are, you are today. So how does, um, how does the military define leadership? I'm curious. So it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be an appropriate leader in the military if I didn't quote an army regulation or an, a field manual at this point. So Perfect. Uh, I don't know so what that means, I, but great. Go for it. I know, right? Uh, so according to FM 6-22, the process of influencing people by providing purpose, direction, and motivation while operating to, uh, yeah, operating to accomplish the mission and improve the organization. So the, the, that's the official verbiage within the regulation. Um, one of the great things I think the army has come up with is like leadership The we have an acronym, we have an acronym for everything. That's why I love <laughs> CrossFit too, is because all the acronyms, um, leadership is actually an acronym in our military's, uh, verbiage. So L D R S H I P. So the be loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. So those um, aspects within that acronym help people remember what it takes, what leadership actually means and what it takes to be a leader. Um, yeah, we have each one of these, we try to apply it to our character the best we can as a leader. So we don't do like, not everybody's perfect and a hundred percent great, great leader across the board. So these are just things to help remind us, you know, of, uh, the things we're responsible for as leaders. That's really cool. Can you, um, can you spell out that abbreviate that acronym again for our listeners, those items that you just said. Sure. It's a L is for loyalty. Uh, D is for duty. R is for respect. S is for selfless service. H is for honor. Uh, I is for integrity and P is for personal courage. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Well, uh, that was an even more specific answer than I thought we'd get. <laughs> That was impressive. Yeah. Pulled out like, the manual for that one. Oh. This is specifically how they define leadership. Yes. yes. Which is so cool that they actually have that written down. Oh. And yeah. that it There's is. There's whole manuals. That's amazing. Whole manuals. That's very cool. <laughs> yeah. If if you had to list the top three lessons that the military has taught you about being a leader, for you personally, what would they be? Uh, my first one is I have, uh, you have to sacrifice more than others to show them how to work. So like actions speak louder than words a lot of times in a lot of situations and especially in the military, people are always watching. Um, I think uh, the second one for me uh, would be you have to care a lot. You have to care to do your job well. Mm -hmm. So like you might be super, super smart technician and know how to run everything, but like your leadership value or skills aren't, aren't there. So we have a, we have quite a few of those that are really good at their jobs, but like their leadership is lacking, or they're really great leader, or their jobs their skill sets lacking, and it's a fine line to try to encompass both those. 
So um, in the military, you come to a fine point as an enlisted personnel. I'm a non-commissioned officer. I'm a sergeant first class. And it comes to a fine point in your leadership life where you come to a fork in the road and you choose to continuously do your skill set, your job that you've went to school for and done all these things for. Um, you stay on that path or you stay on the leadership path and it's really hard to do both. Mm. So you can, on the leadership path, you have to understand the skill sets of people to ensure that you know how to assign those people to proper situations or jobs. So just understanding the skill set and the theory behind how things work and not really knowing how to fix them or how to do it yourself, but knowing your people as a leader and you can assign them to do whatever you need. Hey, this, I know you're really good at this and I know you're really good at this. I need you guys go knock this out for me real quick and let Mm -hmm. me know how it goes. So that's, that's me as a leader. Um, real quick, which path have you chosen? Yes. I really try to keep my hands in, uh, I'm an IT professional, so I try to, or I'm communications chief. So I really try to keep my hands in servers and on laptops. And when we do exercises like this, it's a really great time for me to get out there and really show like, my guys like, Hey, I can still do all this stuff too. I still remember. And they come to me with a lot of problems. I'm like, have you tried this, this, and this? And they're like, Oh yeah, I forgot all about that. And I'm like, the old lady still got it. Okay. <laughs> the old, you know, and I, I keep a tally too. I'm like, Oh, I'm one for one or what two for <laughs> nice. one, you know, or whatever. And they, they just crack up. But I do love taking care of people. Uh, I love leading people. Like I said, the, the guard has so many resources that people don't even know about, you know, mm-hmm. like there's a whole thing where I work with all IT professionals and they don't even know that the guard will pay for all their certifications for them. A lot of them every year. Yeah. And so just providing those resources to people and help progressing their own careers. So, but that, mm-hmm. that leads me into my third point is that you can change someone's life. So, you know, uh, Maria Whitfield, she came and dropped into the gym a few times, a uh, little blonde, short blonde. Yeah. Yeah. So. She yeah. dropped in a few times. Uh, and then she went to some army schools and then never came back. Oh, I hope she listens wit. to this. Yes. Kinda, I did not. Yeah, wit. I didn't recognize yeah. the full name. Yeah. Wit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That guy. Uh, Whitney, uh, if you will. Okay. Uh, she'll punch me for that one. But uh, <laughs> I was her recruiter. I was a recruiter for two years and I recruited her and enlisted her in 2015. And uh she went to basic and AIT, came back for a year or two, and then went on deployment. And I started a whole new unit called the SFAB, the Security Force Assistance Brigade in the Indian Army National Guard. And she, I needed people of her skill set. So she's IT as well. So I, I was reaching out and trying to fill the unit and trying to get people in there. And she was like, yeah, I'll be a part of it when I get back. And, and you know, she came back from deployment. And we worked together for like a year bef- to train up for an, a whole other exercise that it's not called a warfighter. It was actually worse than a warfighter. <laughs> but, um, and we just grew really close, uh, as in friends and stuff like that. And she'll introduce me a certain, certain landing, her best friend. So I'm like, Oh God, Aww. Uh, what a turd. But, uh, <laughs> she makes me hug her now. So I'm like, oh, stop. She's like the little sister I never wanted. So <laughs> <laughs> I say it all the time. And she's like, I hate you. <laughs> but yeah, she, you can change people's lives mm. in the, despite, being a good leader and caring about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that has happened in the military quite a bit, but mm-hmm. also outside the military for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, very cool. Top three lessons you've learned. Um, let's go into how would you describe your personal leadership style? I thought about this for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that it, I, I feel like it goes along with your first question. Uh, 
is that we need to influence and provide purpose, direction, and motivation. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like that's not to toot my own horn or blow my own head up or ego or whatever, but I feel like that's why I fit in well with being a CrossFit coach is that we give people purpose, like mm-hmm. this, the, you know, the stimulus to a workout, even mm-hmm. though Tristan does that, but we help define that to people mm-hmm. scaling, you know, in a workout, like you shouldn't, you should probably do this at this tempo or this, these amount of reps, cause it'll help you progress to the next level. And even like people in their military careers, like, Hey, do you really like this job? Because I feel like you could do, you could go far, you know, and the, here's the resources and here are the steps to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, ne- let me know if you need me to do something for you. Yeah. Helping people focus in on the next step or yeah. what they need to be paying attention to. Absolutely. And yeah. I, one of my favorite quotes is that, uh, to go fast, go alone, but to go far, we can go together or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I feel like a group perspective is way better than an individual perspective and you know as a group we can accomplish so much more than we can alone Mm -hmm. and I feel like a good leadership brings groups with them so like when I left my last job and came to the I just started a new job in February 1st I was like reaching out to people that were in my last unit like hey you want to come with me to this new unit and like Mm -hmm. kick some butt you know they were (laughs) like yes (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, I'm going to start bring, bringing people in. And I have. I've started bringing yeah. more people back with me uh, to progress for these exercises because I know when we hit these hit the ground on these exercises, I can just be like, these things need to be accomplished. And then poof, they're gone. And then they come back and they're like, they're done. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, yeah. I don't have to check up on them or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. One of the things, I can't remember if we've talked about this or not. One of the things we talk about in some of our leadership training is, we ask our leaders who will follow you yeah. and make a list. And like we say, like if you were to go to a different job, who would follow you? Oh, yeah. And you're not a leader if you don't have followers. So that's really powerful it Like is. that you, as you t- talk about people that want to come along with you. I've, I, and I feel like as a person in general, um, I give, I over informate people to the max. I'm like, I, for this exercise, I set all everyone down. We got them all in one room and we went over why we're doing these exercises because I feel like in the military, you go to this location, you do these things, and then you don't know what your purpose is or why you're there to do them. So it's like, as a person, I would love to know why I'm doing these things. Mm-hmm. And so I empathize and sympathize with them when the, I was their rank and their age. And I'm just like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Can I get a purpose? And people are like, oh, just do your job. You know, yeah. I don't want to be like that. I want to give you the purpose and the reason of why you're here, you know, so you can feel like you contributed to this mission. Yeah. Yeah. I I always feel like if you can give me the big picture, I'm going to work harder and be happier about it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, if I don't know what the big picture is, then I'm, I'm like, well, I guess I'll do this. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) In the, in the army, we, we call it big rocks. Like we have big rock and we want to put smaller rocks Mm -hmm. to fill in the big rock and just to fulfill that picture and, get, you know, be successful. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That, that purpose also probably as, as you guys mentioned, leads to that motivation, mm-hmm. more motivated to do it. What, so here's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. What has surprised, what have you done that has surprised yourself the most as you've grown as a leader? I think how, uh, oh man, I thought about <laughs> this for a long time too. Yeah. I think that what has surprised me is how, trusting I am into people 
in the, I'm super skeptical person. Like I always tell all my guys, like new people, like you have one chance to prove to me you're not an adult. So that, that resonates with like a lot of people and they're like, what? <laughs> you just said I can like, you can give me a task and I can go do it however I want as long as I accomplish it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a level of accomplishment, but I think that I gain my people who have followed me and I encircle them and I give them the big picture like we talked about and I just let them go and like trusting and not follow, not coming up behind them and being like, no, 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 you need to do this, this and this and let them establish their own work, like skill set and work Mm -hmm. path and doing the things that they feel like it would be beneficial for that task and me not dictating step by step, like the trust that I put into people. But if you, if you, if you nix the trust, (laughs) I will come up behind you and be like, nah, not today. I will come after you. Valid, valid effort. Let's go this in this direction. But yeah, that, that it's hard to give up that control. It is. Yeah. And I, that's the one thing I've tried. I've done for the past 18 years is because I've literally been told to my face I'm difficult to work with because I do take control of so many things. And mm-hmm. I ha- in the last, I think, maybe 10 years, I've really, really tried to relinquish control and be more easygoing and, you know, not trying to, like I said, be over people's shoulders and just be a le- let them report back to you and be like, hey, it's done. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something I've observed that I appreciate about your leadership too is taking feedback. Oh, I'm a I'll take constructive criticism yeah. all day long. Yeah. I Which, yeah, it's huge. Like some leaders have too big of an ego. No. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me what I'm doing wrong so I can be better. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I think mm-hmm. I do see that too because I try to provide a lot of feedback, not like criticism, but I give my guys a lot of feedback and a lot of them do have an ego and I'm like, I'm not Like, it doesn't do anything for me to sit here and criticize you. Like, if you don't want to be criticized, let me know. I'll just keep it to myself. Mm -hmm. It'll save a lot of heartache, you know, for you. (laughs) Yeah. So, but this is for, to progress you. It goes along with trying to do better for people. Mm -hmm. Give them the resources to make themselves better. If you don't want to be better, I'll just mind my own business and stay over here, you know. It's hard to take criticism, but I feel like it's harder to stay the same. Right. In my mind. Yeah. Like, if people have the same issues with me for the next 10 years, I'm going to be disappointed in myself because right. that's, that's awful. Like yes. I don't want to be that person. Right. But you, I mean, you also have to take into consideration the people who do want to be better. Right. Yeah. And you have to explain to them, I'm not telling you these things to upset you yeah. or to like tell you you're doing a bad job. Like, I think you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Like, here's how we can, we can be better. Yep. You know, and I, here's what I've learned over my life. And I feel like I have a lot to offer those I call them kids because, like, you know, I'm a master's, master's, master's athlete now. <laughs> and, uh, free crossfitters out there don't know master's athletes are 35 plus. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I feel like I have a lot to provide and a lot of realms of life. And if you don't want to listen, that's fine. Yeah. I'll just take my time and go over here. <laughs> yeah. I, you've mentioned multiple places, you know, coach at a CrossFit gym, hmm. um, chief your chief of communications. Uh, I'm a communications chief. Communications yeah. chief. Any anywhere else that you use your leadership skills in and out of the workplace? Well, being being in the, I mean, I prioritize a lot mm-hmm. uh, at home. I prioritize projects, what we need to do. My mind is constantly like 
when they say women have like 97 tabs from the internet <laughs> open in their brain, mm-hmm. that's that's mine on, you know, a times four scale. <laughs> so even my browser on my computer has like seven tabs open. I'm like, what am I doing here? Um, but yeah, I think Why like prioritize. I'm sorry, what? Why am I the way that I am? I know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I, I do too much. But uh, uh, yeah, trying to prioritize tasks and just home tasks and personal tasks and like, even Nicole sometimes gets mad at me because she's like, you're, you're, you're doing too much. Like things are going, going this way too much or <laughs> we're doing too much, but let's just sit down. <laughs> so yeah. Time Nicole to and, relax. Yeah. yeah. Nicole and Tristan can start a support group. <laughs> <laughs> My spouse won't sit down. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. I was, that was me yesterday. I got home and immediately started to work. We got a new stove, which I'm super pumped about cause it has an Ooh. air fryer Woo-hoo. and uh, yeah, I know in it, but uh it wouldn't be flushed to the wall. So I had to do something about it to make sure the gas cord wasn't being crunched, you know, because mm-hmm. it makes me paranoid. But yeah, I got yeah. started. On, I didn't even change out a uniform, just took my uniform top off and still have a t-shirt and pants and boots on. And I was like, gl- glasses, gloves, and uh, <laughs> um, was it reciprocating saw or circular saw? Uh-huh. Whatever one of those saws yeah. are. I'm obviously really great yeah. at this, but uh, <laughs> cutting wood and framing out and measuring and yeah, got right on that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I marvel at you people. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. I, I need breaks. It's called the internet. <laughs> Google no, it. <laughs> I can build things. Right. I can't yeah. just go task to task to task to task. Oh, to yeah. Task all day long. I oh, can't I, do it. I can. Like, I get distracted at work. Like, sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm doing this right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then somebody will walk in and I'm like, dang it. Uh, yeah. Like, at least I give it, like, in a half hour period at least someone walks into my office at least 15 times. Oh wow. my gosh. Yes. And they're always like, Hey, do you have this and blah, blah, blah. Do you have this? And, and or this is broke. I need your help with this. Or I'm like, Oh, okay. That would be hard. Ooh. It is hard. And I'm like, sometimes I get up, not upset, but like I'm visibly annoyed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, please go away. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, as we, uh, I love that we've heard, you know, a little bit about how, the lead, how military has influenced your leadership style, how you know leadership and how you've grown as a leader. Why do we need leaders? I mean, again, there's a, there's a, an endpoint and there's a mission to everything. And if everyone's just working and doing the, the minuscule things, the, the small rocks, who's, who's managing the big rock or the big picture? Who is really trying to know who is good at what and where they would be best at and to get to through the path. Cause there's always a path mm-hmm. to the end point to this, to the success. And it's all these defined timeline events to get you there and to know who can do those things for you or for us, for the group is that's, I think that's a, bigger situation than knowing how to program a server to make all these things work or putting out all these laptops and programming them to make these people be able to access them. And so just knowing on top of having a little bit of that skill set yourself. So yeah, managing the big rock while you know who can manage the little rocks. I think that's why we need some leadership. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Make sure that we're all aligned to the right purpose too. Yes. Kind of what I'm hearing. I just, Mm -hmm. I just pictured like, if we didn't have coaches in CrossFit, 
what, Chaos. what, a, what a disaster that Anarchy. would be. Anarchy. <laughs> that would be so funny, yeah. but also very dangerous. <laughs> very dangerous. CrossFit would have a, the worst name than what yeah. it, people make it out to be yeah. now. People just do whatever they want. <laughs> yes. Sometimes. Yes. They still do sometimes. We are proving the value of CrossFit yes. coaches. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Find a gym with good coaches. Uh, real quick, as we close up, what leaders have impacted you that you want to give a shout out to who might listen to this? Uh, one of them actually just retired and it was very emotional because, uh, his name's Sergeant First Class Teddy Wagner and I went on my second deployment with him and my first deployment, I didn't have, I worked night shift. Um, I didn't have a lot of friends cause like I worked night shift and there were a lot of older people on my deployment and I couldn't relate to. So on my second deployment, there was a lot of more people my age and like I worked day shift this time, you know, and, um, he was my first line leader. Uh, he was the one I reported to directly every day. And he actually, when I got promoted to Sergeant E5, he wrote my first uh, evaluation and he really sat me down and explained to me like what each block in an evaluation means and how I can better progress. And so your first evaluation isn't supposed to be like spectacular, full stars, you know, stuff like that. It's supposed to be con- constructive. And mm-hmm. um, I wasn't okay with that. And he was like, this is just how it is. Like, you think about your next one and how it will be so much better than your first one. You know, we're trying to progress here. And he really explained it to me and uh, made me comfortable with it. And I stuck with him uh, for a few years after, and then we parted ways into different units. Um, And I actually finally just came back to his unit in February where he was retiring. And I was like, (laughs) Oh no. And uh, I would see him off and on and really ask him like, Hey, I'm in this situation. I'm in this predicament with my career what's your suggestion, you know, and we'd just joke about things and ask how his family was and his, he'd ask how mine was and what I was up to next. And, uh, yeah, hit Teddy Wagner. Yeah. He'll be a huge impact. Um, Colonel samples, uh, she actually just got promoted to uh, Lieutenant Colonel. Mm-hmm. I deployed with her on my second deployment too. And she's been very impactful about this, is what you need to do to progress in your career. And she always made phone calls for me and like would find out information. I'd be like, Hey, this job's coming available. What do I need to do for it? And she'd be like, you need to do this, this, and this, you know, she's really very receptive as a high ranking officer. Um, my buddy, uh, I called him Willie. His name's Sergeant (laughs) first class, William Williams. Uh, his parents hated him. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, Willie was in my last unit and it was like, we would collaborate on a lot of stuff. He was HR and I was it. And he, we were big into CrossFit together and, uh, being in a unit that didn't allow like, uh, profiles, which profiles a restriction of exercises and stuff in the military. And we, uh, we would just collaborate on PT and like any event that we had, uh, traveling together. Uh, he was just super chill and cool and had a lot of knowledge and he's a ranger and a sniper at one point in his life. So I thought he was super cool. You know, (laughs) I was like, what was this like? And he'd be like, ah, yeah, it was cool. Like, all right, cool. All right. That was a great story. You know, good talk. yeah, good talk. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, those guys, uh, really impacted my career. And it's like, there's a lot of people that impacted my career that weren't leaders like wit, mm-hmm. like, yeah. And so that made me feel proud about being in that position and, you know, guiding them and just, there's always going to be leaders that you want to be like, and you don't want to be like, and yeah. there's always going to be good qualities and bad qualities. And you just got to pick who you want to be like. Yeah. I love that. For anyone listening, I think it was really cool to hear 
as you described why mm-hmm. each of those leaders yeah. impacted you. Mm-hmm. And as I listened to you, I thought there's probably people listening, like they are doing these things for other people. Mm-hmm. They're helping coach them on what they need for their next career. So yeah. as I heard that, it's like, keep doing that for other people, yeah. you know, all of those things. Passing you don't need, like, you don't even know who's watching like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Any point you could be influencing and mentoring people and you're just chatting with them like on yeah. a daily basis. And like, even in the gym, like people probably watch you, you know, you're probably a huge influence to a lot of the moms, you know, that mm-hmm. had had children and wanted to come back and they're like, man, I want to look just like or do She's things like Becky. Becky. In case like, anyone's wondering. Do what? You say? She's gesturing at Becky. In case yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Becky. Well, Ash, I would imagine that people just want to be just like you, too. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, and you just I mean, you just don't know. Yeah. You know, you just don't know who you're influencing or what you're doing. Yes. Very true. Mm-hmm. Man, this has been eye opening for me. I feel like because I knew that the military had so many restrictions and so many rules and so, like manual, all the manuals, mm. um, it felt to me like it would leadership would be different. Mm-hmm. But what you've described is just good leadership. Yeah, it's taking care and of people. Yeah, taking care of people, helping them see where you're going, where mm-hmm. the whole organization or company or team or whatever is going. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. First, thank you for your service. Oh, thanks for your support. Yeah. Second, uh, thanks for being here today. Yeah, of course. <laughs> thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It was this, fun. Yeah, this was really fun. Uh, you actually, we... This was came from the episode on a, of our <laughs> two year anniversary. Yeah, and Brian wrote in and said, in. "Yeah, when can I be on the podcast?" And <laughs> Becky and I were like, "When can't you be on the podcast? <laughs> Let's work on that." So yeah, thank you for being here. This meant a lot, and I've learned a lot. Me too. So awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs>